The Sensemaker. Hi, I'm Claudia and this is Sensemaker from TortoiseMedia.com. One story every day to make sense of the world. Today, the man who dedicated his life's work to a single cause and has finally made a world-changing breakthrough. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Twenty twenty was meant to be a big year, just not in the way we'd thought. It was meant to be a year of great progress in fighting one of the world's biggest killers, a parasitic disease, malaria. If everything had gone to plan, the final step in developing a vaccine for malaria, a large-scale trial of it, would have taken place. But instead, as we know, another disease, coronavirus, took centre stage. And when the pandemic hit early on in 2020, the world's attention shifted. Nearly all the work on other vaccines stopped as scientists raced to beat this strange new virus. And because of that shift in attention, the people who'd been fighting the battle against malaria began to worry. When people look for a silver lining in COVID-19, they often point out that it usually spares young children. But here's what people also have to understand. COVID-19 may not be killing many young children, but the effects of the pandemic can. The battle against malaria has been a long one. It's a disease that's existed since human civilization began. In 2019, there were an estimated 229 million cases of malaria worldwide, with deaths estimated to be at 409,000, mostly in children. Scientists have been trying to find a vaccine for it since 1908, and one man who spent the best part of 30 years on this campaign is Professor Adrian Hill. He's the head of Oxford's Jenner Institute, a name you might be familiar with. They're the same team behind the Oxford AstraZeneca vaccine for coronavirus. This was Adrian Hill back in 2010. So malaria is a good example of something that's very difficult to make a vaccine for, and where lots of different vaccine concepts have to be tested. What scientists like him really needed was the ultimate experiment in vaccinology. The chance to try out different vaccine technologies on the same disease, but in a competitive race, head-to-head, to force development and innovation. That way, they'd learn more about transmission, effectiveness and how long immunity lasts. And that's exactly what the race to find a vaccine for COVID-19 has done. We've learned a lot about vaccines along the way. So now that scientists have had their ultimate experiment in vaccinology, the question is, might the coronavirus have actually helped us develop a vaccine for malaria? Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Now, 
You'd think that a disease which kills almost half a million people every year, most of them children in Africa, would be at the top of anyone's priority list. But developing vaccines is expensive. And we're talking about a huge amount of money, probably close to a billion pounds from the idea to market supply of the vaccine. They're also a big risk for a company to take. And so this leads to the paradox that because the disease is only in the poor countries, it doesn't get much investment. Uh, for example, there's more money put into baldness drugs than are put into malaria. Now, baldness is it's a terrible thing. Uh, <laughs> And rich men are afflicted. So funding is an issue. But so is the disease itself. Where coronavirus has just a few types of proteins, a malaria parasite has 5,000. And its ability to make 5,000 different proteins means it has a greater number of fighting defences at its disposal. Not only that, but the parasite plays tricks. It changes its own antigens, that's the type of proteins that trigger an immune response, to stop the human body from recognising it. But there's one rare protein which Adrian Hill and his team have managed to preserve, and it's helped them develop a vaccine formula which was successful enough to reach the final stage of trials. It's in this lab, a hundred kilometers away from Burkina Faso's capital, Ouagadougou, deep in the Sahel region, that a groundbreaking discovery was made. Here, blood samples were Back analyzed. in 2019, using 450 participants from West Africa's Burkina Faso, Adrian Hill and his team ran a successful vaccine trial. The results showed the vaccine was 77% effective breaking the World Health Organization's target of finding a vaccine that's 75% effective by 2030. The world could be free of malaria, one of the oldest and deadliest diseases to affect humanity, within a generation, according to a major... And because of this success, Adrian Hill's team has been able to start the final trial phase, which hopes to show large-scale safety. If that's a success too, the only remaining challenge will be licensing. Now, before the COVID-19 pandemic, Adrian Hill expected this to take several years. But after seeing how fast things can move, and if the trial produces strong results, he hopes that just like they did for COVID vaccines, regulators might reconsider their timeline. Coronavirus has changed the game in vaccine development. It has shown everyone that when the right funding and incentives are there, you can speed up vaccine trials, speed up approvals, and most importantly, save lives. Thanks for listening to The Sensemaker. It's made by me and my colleagues Nimo, Imi, Zav and Ella at Tortoise Media. On Tuesday lunchtimes, Tortoise journalists have a weekly news meeting to chew over the live news agenda. We call it Open News and we'd love to have you there. It's a chance to have your say about what's going on in the world and to tell us about the stories that we are missing. To be a part of it, take a free 30-day membership. Just go to tortoisemedia.com forward slash join us. Today's story was written and produced by Imi Harper. The Sensemaker. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. <laughs> 